0: You are listening to Bright and Bubbly with Tori and Elizabeth. Today,
1: we are going to tackle a book. We haven't done a book in a while. And this book happens to be one that Tori and I have both completed and loved. Oh, yeah. Now, Tori wore it. Wore it. (laughs) Oh, what fun. We're already there. Okay. (laughs) Tori, maybe you did wear it. Maybe you took it to heart. Yes. So, Tori read this book, oh, a year ago? Yep. And I just read it during, like, August, that summer time that we talked about in the last podcast. And I read the book in two days. <laughs> I was like, I've been wanting to read the book, and I dived in. And the book that we're talking about, it's in our title as well, and it will be in our show notes, is Michael Todd's book, Relationship Goals, How to Win at Dating, Marriage, and Sex. And can I tell you, this book... I was so excited when it first came out. I had heard um, Michael Todd's series on YouTube from his church, because he's a pastor, on relationship goals years ago. And then when he came out with the book, I started listening to podcasts about it. And I was like, I want that book. And Tori, you like jumped on it. I did.
0: I was listening to his YouTube series And I followed him on the gram and I was like, okay, I, I need this book. He's a really cool pastor. Like he loves Jesus and he knows what he's talking about. Yeah. So I went on Amazon and I ordered it right away.
1: Man. And you like read it and you were done. And I remember going, can I borrow it? And then I never did. (laughs) And I'm like, I'm going to buy it. I'm going to buy it. I'm going to buy it. And then I had another friend loan the book to me and it stayed in my bookshelf for months i mean like a year over a year and the only reason i read it was because my mom brought it because she wanted to read it just as a a book just to know what's out there right now yeah and kind of know what we were reading because you know she's navigating as a mom of an two females who are single in their 20s that are gonna go into relationships at some point she wanted to come alongside us and so She never read it. I did. (laughs) So I was like, yay! So um, this book, one, I found to be very, very scripture-based. Yes. You can see his heart the whole time. It's very much like his sermon series, which you can go and look up on YouTube, where you can tell that he wants people to know how God intended relationship. Mm -hmm. And when I say relationship, I'm not saying just opposite sex as in, like, have, like, marriage, I'm saying, like, relationship, and I love that because there's many things that I found spoke to me in the book as a single in the chapters about marriage. Yes. That I was like, because I know it's gonna be me someday, and then also, oh, that works in my home life, that works in my friendships, like, different things about conflict or communication. I mean, we're gonna dive into all of them, but... You don't, like, reading this book, you don't have
0: to be engaged or, like, married. Like, pick it up, read it, love it, do what you need with it, and you, you'll you pick up something.
1: So, man, I really, really like this book so much. So, you ready? Yes. Okay, let's dive in. What are some things that stood out to you past what we've already mentioned When it comes to the initial things of, hey, this is not just for, well, actually, we didn't say this, but this isn't just for singles. Yeah. This book is actually so much more. It's for you as a married person just as much. It's for you as an engaged person just as much. And it's for you that's in a relationship already just as much. Mm -hmm. And I love that. We got to see that from this book, and like I said, he just really has a heart to pastor people. So, ready? Yeah. Let's dive in. There is a quote that I loved so very much, and it says this, the truth is, having a goal without aim is senseless, but having a goal without God is pointless. I love the puns, but he... This comes from his um, chapter about having aim when it comes to setting goals up. Mm-hmm. And it just, that quote really, really stuck out to me. Because I feel like sometimes I've gone in circles and I've tried to have a focus on something that just, yeah I don't know. Like, I feel like, and you can tell me if you're this way too, Tori. Like, I used to have what I thought were goals, That I would want in my spouse's life or mine or um, when it comes to what a relationship would look like and how it would be different than my parents or different than so and so. Like different things like that where as someone who's still single a little older in her 20s, I now like actually know like what is it that I should be shooting for. Yeah. Like as in character in my life. Like what should I be building as character in my life and what do I want whether I'm married or not? Right. In my life and he kind of dives into that and he talks about that and he really emphasizes God. God, 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 god everywhere and everything. Which is amazing because
0: I mean that's that's why we're here. So it's um it's needed to start that foundation like it needs to go back to God. Um, I personally, like when reading this book, because I read it just a tad bit ago, <laughs> I took a look at the contents and I found the one that resonated with me the most. Yeah. And it was chapter eight and it was the triangle chapter. And I, I wouldn't say I've read a lot of books on singleness, but I've read a couple here and there. And so this chapter is about like marriage. And I just was like, I, I want to know, you know, I want to know how to set up a godly, good marriage um, for whenever that happens. And so I love how he started off, and it was with an equation one plus one plus one equals one. Yeah, that's not real math. No, you're a teacher. <laughs> <I know. laughs> I know, I know. You're like cringing, and you're like, no, it's not. It's three. Uh, but his whole premise is like one man plus one woman plus one God equals a healthy marriage, mm. and that's kind of where it dives off. And it's just like we were saying, like having that foundation with God in your marriage. And uh, I loved like we've been talking about quotes um, and one of it in that chapter is God in the middle of marriage is the key to getting a relationship win.
1: Ooh. Yeah. Man, I feel like we're bouncing a little bit because mm-hmm. there's so much. But that, ooh, like it goes almost back to that aim. Yes. Like the win in your relationship of like you hit the bullseye. You got it. It's God. Mm-hmm. If you have him in like the wind is just right. The pull on on that bow is just right because you got God. Yes. And that really, you know, throughout
0: this book, it's going to go back to your relationship with God because that's where it starts, mm-hmm. you know, is you and your relationship with God. And so he's definitely done such a great job in that book. Yeah. And you get to know
1: about him and his wife and their relationship, which is really cute, yeah. too. He sets up, uh, basically, the trajectory for a relationship Yep, and how it starts. And this is what it starts with. Single moves into dating, which moves into engagement, which then, you know, the goal <laughs> moves to marriage. Yeah. Which then moves to love. I'll get back to that in a second. And then to children. And... He sets it up in such a way that he explains why love is after marriage. It's because the love that you find in um, Corinthians and in in the New Testament is a sacrificial love that is laying down of your life. And I think really you can't do that completely Mm -hmm. until you are married. Yeah. It's the sacrificing of your desires and coming alongside and supporting and building up. And I think it's just beautiful how he shares that because I'm taught by the world, fall in love. Yes. You're going to fall in love. Oh, and because you fell in love, you might fall out of love too. Yeah. I mean, Hallmark will show you that. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh, you're engaged. No, you're gonna fall back in love with this guy that you dated in high right. school. Like yes. what? Oh my god. So that's what the world will project and put out. But he talks about something different, which is God's love and God's perspective of love, and I really appreciated that. And if you notice, I never talked about the end. He actually goes back and says, once you have done all these steps, once you have gone through singleness, dating, engagement, marriage, love, children, in a sense, you go back. You have to have your own hobbies. You find your singleness. You continue to date, you know, your spouse. You continue to celebrate and plan for your life, like engagement. And then you continue to work on your marriage, work on that love. And then, you know, if your children have grown by then, after that part, going back to focusing on them after you've already reestablished your relationship with the Lord, the relationship with your spouse. And it's just, like, never-ending. Yeah. And it's super cool. It's a circle that never ends. Yes. Or a great triangle, as Tori kind of mentioned. Yes. Yeah, that was one of my faves. Uh, What else do you got? So, uh, there's this quote, and this one really stood out to me because of being single and sometimes the mindset that comes with being single that people have. And the quote is this, marriage is not a hideout from singleness, but a haven for building wholeness. And the reason that I pause on that is because sometimes I have heard people talk about what singleness feels like, as in like loneliness and avoiding things. And then if I was married, I would have this, this, and this. And I like that, like, instead of haven for wholeness, it actually sounds like work to me. Yeah. Instead of a hideout, it sounds like something like, in order to have wholeness, those cracks need to be filled. Yeah, it's not, check off my list,
0: I'm married, I can sit back on the couch and watch Netflix all day. Like, no, you gotta
1: work. Yep, exactly. So I really liked and appreciated that quote, and going out of order... (laughs) But here's another one that I liked as in his definition. For so long, dating only looks one way. When you say dating, that could be hookups. Like, that could be uh, intentionally dating or not intentionally dating. That could be a whole bunch of things. So he added the word intentional dating and added the word recreational dating. Yeah. And compared the two. World, recreational christ intentional and i like that because truly we want to be intentional anyway right we should be Mm -hmm. that should be the goal we're intentional you and i are intentional with our friendship that is a relationship yeah we're intentional with our relationships with our family members our parents our siblings and so with that that takes some time and we build up and we work on those relationships when i feel like anyone that i'm gonna end up marrying I'm going to be intentional with. So it's going to be the same type of thing. You're going to have to work on some stuff versus recreational. It's just having fun. Well, that's where the world gets all sorts of crazy. Yes. Yes. So I I really appreciated those things. And, I mean, I feel like the whole book could be something that I'm like, okay, I've read it now. I'm going to support and encourage other people. Because I could have just gotten so excited about this book and we could have recorded this podcast a long time ago but to be very much transparent for me in my life so often I read a book I get so excited about it knowing that it's going to encourage someone I share it there's nothing wrong with that but a lot of time I haven't finished the books so the Lord kind of like convicted me in a good way I was like what are you sharing what are you promoting and have you actually looked up What it is that you promote. Because I feel like right now, um, God's word is truth. Yeah. Okay, wait. It's always. Whether I feel it or not, it is. What I feel right now is that truth is under attack. So it's so easy to promote, hey, this deodorant is the best (laughs) deodorant over here. And it's natural. And come over. And oh, have you seen this cleaner? And like all these things. And it can be subjective is that the right word is that what i'm looking for or, or objective which one like is it? use it like as in my own opinion of what i think is subjective great. Yeah. subjective yeah. so i was right and when when it comes to god's word it's like no that's the truth i should be building my life on and so if i'm going to read a book about relationships if i'm going to promote different things with to people i want it to be based on something that's solid and it's not going to fade because I feel like we've already had books like that that have faded Mm -hmm. and they were slightly built on truth or tried to be but this he doesn't define it so much that you're like I'm in such a box right right but he brings back God's word so
0: I I like it because like you were saying, like I read it, what, a year ago or something like that, and it still is applying to me, and it's something that yeah. I am still growing and working in. And this this book will be around and can be picked up again and again because I think you'll find, with whatever season you're in, you'll find something a little bit different, yeah. you know, as you read it and reread it type of a thing.
1: Oh, yeah. Kind of like God's word that comes alongside yes. us. And because he used a lot of scripture... Mm-hmm. there's that infallible truth that's hidden inside of it as well. Um, he doesn't get it perfect, you know, and there's things that are missing, I would say, that could be helpful or more detail that yeah. he would go in. But because I did read it and because I'm growing in that, I will fully support this and say, hey, if you're single, please read this book, Relationship Goals. If you are engaged, please read this book. If you are married, please read this book. If you are a grandmother and you're concerned about your grandchildren or you're a mother who's concerned about her kids, read this book because you may be able to find something in it that would encourage that person that you want to pour into. Yeah. And I feel like in this age of life, we need examples of stuff that are going mm-hmm. to be um, true and filled with God's word. Man, I love when we can just go back and go, Oh, God, we love you so much. Oh, this is great. Look at your word. This is awesome. Yes. <laughs> God's plan, not our plan, God's goal and aligning it to his goal. Yes. I love purpose. that. Um,
0: going back to chapter eight, because that's where I spent most of my time. Yeah. Um, I loved that. It's called the triangle. So, yes, I've hinted on that. And it literally he set it up like that's the relationship. God is at the top of the triangle. The man or the husband and the wife is um, at the two ends or the bottom. Yeah. Um, and I loved it because he was like, the triangle is not a pulley system. Ooh. Unfortunately, yes. yeah, you cannot pull up whoever, whether it's the, the wife trying to pull up the husband, the husband trying to pull up the wife. Like, you can't pull up that other person spiritually. Um, and that really stuck out to me because, like, I love God with my whole heart. And like, you know, as you're on this road, you know, on my journey of singleness, you know, that's what I'm looking for in a potential spouse or whatever. Like, how are they with the Lord? Um, Because, you know, when you're in that marriage, it's, you know, are you pulling that person up? So that's something like in your dating relationship to, like, think about, like, where are they at? And I believe that he does talk about that in the book, again, about, you know, spirituality and, you know, what you need to look out for and things like that. Um, so I, I just really liked that visual. And throughout that chapter, he talks about, again, like the police system and what that would look like if one person was doing more of the weight spiritually and if it was broken because of divorce potentially and things like that. Um, and I, yeah, I just can't speak enough about chapter eight.
1: Yeah. I really like the chapter right afterwards because he has his wife come in and, and have her voice in it and talks with her and they like address some things about marriage and that commitment and those things that I loved. But I also really, um, I appreciated chapter five of the book and it's titled doesn't need to end. Yeah. And it addressed a lot when it comes to the messiness of a relationship, uh, because you know, that's going to be there. We're human. Yeah. (laughs) It's just part of it. And, um, I, I also appreciate that. You know what? He didn't shy away talking about sex, talking about different things. And also, talking about waiting Mm -hmm. until marriage to have sex and why and the blessing of it and the baggage that you don't have to bring into your marriage because of it. Mm -hmm. And I appreciate that. And he does not put on condemnation because that is not of God. Right. If you have previously before marriage literally had sex out of marriage, he does not show um, condemnation, but he tells you why it needs to stop. And why the standard will literally bless you. Yes. And why God intended it. So, it was good. Like, he he ta- tackled some hard stuff. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate that he was bold enough to do it. Yeah. And, yeah, it was good. So, um, recommend this book to people. Read it. Yeah. You know, uh, especially if you know someone that you know that's single, like, I think this was really great. Or, you know, someone who's just not in a place where they want a marriage book, but they just might need a little bit of encouragement in their marriage. This could also do it Mm -hmm. for them. They also, fun fact, have a marriage relationship
0: goals. Like, it's like a little journal that you do with your uh, wife, spouse. Yeah. That's super fun. Yeah. It like like came out after this. So it's like cute. Yeah. Uh, But yeah. So that's something fun.
1: Yeah, it it really is. So I enjoyed having a book to read that yes. you both, like, both of us could dive into and then talk about it with you instead of, like, last time when I did Magnolia stories. Oh, yes. yes. So, like, it's just fun to say, like, hey, these are things that stood out to us in the book. And, like, talk about it. Yeah. We both really liked
0: um, this verse, and it is Psalms thirty two eight. I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will guide you with my eye. Um, and that's so, it, it just reminds me of like that aim, like yes. that where we started with that aim quote. Like God is going to instruct us and he's going to teach us when we start aiming with him instead of just everywhere where we go, yes. where we want to go.
1: Yes. Yeah. That quote was, the truth is having a, um, the truth is having a goal without aim is senseless. But having a goal without God is pointless. Mm-hmm. She's like, you gotta know that he already has it. God's yeah. got it, you know? So I will guide you with he, my eye.
0: Like yeah. God sees
1: and knows everything. So, so why yes. do it without him? Yes. 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 So, uh, hopefully you were asking the lord to be a part of your relationship Mm -hmm. relationships whatever it looks like um when it comes to the people in your world if you're married or not if you're single or not like whatever it is and um i think it'd be really great to just end in prayer yeah i love when you get to pray because just because this is recorded doesn't mean that the prayer is any different and we just love for you to just join in as we close out this episode Lord, I just thank you that there was a pastor that you inspired to choose to speak about relationships and the goals that you want and gives us just some guidelines. And I ask that you would just continue to speak life into each person that's listening in their relationships with their best friends, with their spouse, Lord, with their kids, with their neighbors, with their family members, whoever it may be, Lord. And as they navigate, if they're single, that dating season, that you would just continue to give them grace and wisdom and direction and discernment. And if they're in marriage, Lord, I ask that you would help them to not worry about trying to pick up pieces that aren't for them to pick up or that police system, Lord, but that they would be able to encourage and support their spouse and the desires and the things in their lives. But also, Lord, just continue to have a purpose of seeking you and your face and your kingdom. I just give you the honor and the glory. And I thank you for this discussion that Tori and I could have. And also just that, um, you have provided for us when we're asking questions about relationships that you have not left us and you never will. Your word has a lot of information and keys and things for us. So thanks God in Jesus name. Amen. Go out, be blessed, encourage somebody. Bye.